So thank you, Sister Rosling. So at this time, we will move on to reflection. Reflection from last week's studies. Dr. Pauline, I wasn't there from the get-go, but I'll give from, um, I'll just give way to what I have. Yes, um, you said Moses and Abraham did not speak in tongues but was able to communicate with the Lord. Knowledge of God is an ingredient in knowledge on how to bake the bread of the Lord, knowledge on how to relate to the Lord and welcome the Lord. It is not just to open your mouth to say you know the word, but the ability to practically apply the word of the Lord to our lives. Jesus washed the feet of his disciples. How do we wash one another's feet? And we do that by respecting each other. When we respect each other, we are washing each other's feet. If a baker is not humble, instead of pouring sugar into the batter, he will pour salt and no one will be able to eat the bread. So uh, we must be humble humble ourselves you know we must be submissive we must be able to respect one another we must understand that the lord must be respected in our lives and environment we all have spiritual gifts you know when we refuse to use our spiritual gift to serve the lord our gift will become rotten and start to attract maggots and flies you know like when we shouldn't have to let anyone call us to start praying or when we are called upon to pray or to do something you know we should not hide away but we should do you know do do it you know to give glory unto god do it to the best of our ability uh, our gift will also attract witchcraft power if we don't use it if our gifts are not used for god we will use it to serve the devil. When we are walking with the Lord, he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. When our gifts, when, when we give ourselves to God, it is a big time sacrifice. We should, be, we should be a valuable baker. We should fear God. We should make our life valuable as a baker. Because, you know, from the previous teaching, you know, we know that, you know, the baker, you know, um, you know, when they're baking the bread, they have to, you know, take the time. They have to pay attention. They have to, you know, put the right ingredient. So the bread will be baked in a way that when it is consumed, it will suffice. It will, you know, it will meet need. And in the same way, when we, um, we, you know, bring the word, we should be able to rightly divide the word, you know, in truth. And, you know, so that, you know, it will be filling to our soul in our spirit. How God visited Sarah, I didn't get that part, but how Abraham humbled himself before the Lord. There's a time when we have to make sacrifices in our lives. And, you know, you, I, the last part of what I got was, is there anything too hard for God to do? And that's what I received from last week teaching. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. You're welcome, Dr. Yes. Yeah. Any other reflection from last week, please? Wow. No more reflection? 
Sister Ayuleli? Yes, ma'am. What did you learn last week, please? Okay. Uh, about Abraham um, attending to the angels. And I know we went past that, but you, you said that we, we, we have to humble ourselves and we have to serve serve each other because um towards or to god and to or to for everyone we should be more submissive to god word and to submissive to each other but we are not um Um, so we have to be submissive, submissive to God's word and submissive to God. And we have to be sincere in our word, what he's, but in how we do, how we treat each other and how to, how we should be humbling ourselves by you and how the gifts that we got that he's given us to use. We should always use our gift and not let it to be sit there to be wasted. In in a sense, that's um, that he gives us gift to use, and we need to use them instead of they're going to the spoil or not doing what they're supposed to do, sitting down idle. Um, Also, he said, um, um, when we're baking, it's like we're baking, we're molding and modeling ourselves. God, God is molding us, and 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 molding is a part of of our learning and understanding the word. Molding, yeah, I should understand the word, and to and to use the word of God wisely, um, and sincerely. When we go to Him in prayer, we're supposed to humble ourselves and and um, in prayer and ask God for His strength and help. But you said that when it is the same way as we're making a recipe. For Christ, when you when you're teaching mm -hmm. the word, we are supposed to make sure that the everything is in coordinate, not coordinate, and um, the scriptures are right, and that we know where we're coming from in the scripture and how to expand on it and how to 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 speak on it to someone. If we're will, we're trying to win souls for Christ. Um, that's what I really remember from Dr. Pauline. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Who else? Sister Beverly. What did you learn from last week? Sister Beverly, unmute yourself, please. Let's hear you. Oh. Oh yeah, I wasn't sure how to do it. Uh, Dr. Pauline, um, I, um, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not able to sp to speak on that tonight, but I apologize. All right, okay, uh, thank you. That's not a professional answer, but All tonight, right. forgive me. All right. Okay, I'm sorry. Who else is online? Whose number ends in 8677? All right. Okay. All right. So we'll continue where we stopped last week. Um, last week we stopped. Okay. Let's do our our declaration. 
Welcome to the Garden of Wisdom for the Gathering of Wisdom Bible Studies. The Garden of Wisdom is a place where we discover and dig out the knowledge that leads and directs us on the path of righteousness to fulfill our divine destiny. Please repeat after me. I am here in the Garden of Wisdom. I am here in the, garden, in the garden of wisdom. To gather wisdom. To gather wisdom. To drink from the well of wisdom. To drink from the well of wisdom. To receive instruction. To receive instructions. Direction. Direction. And guidance. And guidance. And guidance. According to the plan and purpose. According, According to, the plan, to the plan and purpose that the Lord has predestined for my life. That, that the Lord, Lord has predestined, predestined for, my for my life. I receive it. 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 I receive it all in Jesus' name. I receive it all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, we'll continue where we stopped last week. Last week, we stopped on Genesis chapter 18, verse 14. But I'll review back to Genesis chapter 18 from verse 12 to 15 before we move on to the next level. So Sarah laughed to herself saying, after I am worn out, and my Lord is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for my Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I'll return to you. About this time next year, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it saying, I did not laugh for she was afraid. He said, no, but you did laugh. Here we saw where Abraham's uh, uh, submissiveness and his knowledge of baking for the Lord led to serving the Lord. And based on his service, he was rewarded. So we saw how the Lord rewarded both Abraham and Sarah for the way they saved. And that, that revealed the kind of ingredients that we have in our character. What kind of character do we have? in our behavior, what kind of character and behavior do we have? Do we have the right ingredients to bake for the Lord? And like we said, if you don't, if you aren't able to distinguish between salt and sugar, you will oversalt the meal and nobody will be able to eat it. Similarly, you can over sugar you can put too much sugar in a meal and nobody will be able to enjoy it. So we are seeing how Abraham rightly divided the word of truth. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, study to show yourself approved unto God, like a workman that needs not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. So if a baker doesn't, is not well educated in his area of baking, he may bake a pastry wrongfully. He may put the wrong, wrong ingredients in the, in the pastry. And at the end of the day, it will be a wrong product. So also we see because Abraham was able to rightly divide the word of truth, gave Sarah the right assignment to be performed regarding serving the Lord, 
gave his henchmen the right assignment to be performed regarding the Lord. At the end of it, Abraham was able to put all the various activities together and the dining table had the various presentation that brought glory to the name of the Lord. And so the Lord rewarded them and rewarded Abraham and Sarah with a promise. And the Lord went as far as saying in Genesis 18, 14, is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you. About this time next year, and Sarah shall have a son. At the right time, at the appointed time, appointed, which means that there is a day, there is a time that God has set aside to reward each and every one for whatever they do. And we must bear that in mind that it is not about finding fault against somebody that would cause you to gain favor from God. It is not about attacking somebody that will cause you to gain favor from the Lord. It is not about excuses that will cause God to, to grant you his mercy and his grace. It is about faithfulness. It is about honesty. It is about expression of the fear of God in your behavior, in your attitude, in your relationship, in the way you think, in the way you do things. It is about how you do things. It is about how you do things. A lot of times you don't realize that faithfulness is one of the greatest ingredients in baking. If you put the wrong thing in the food, people will die. People will be sick. People will, will, will find out. You know, yesterday we went somewhere to pray for a man of God. And the Lord showed us something and the man of God confirmed. Somebody prepared a food with a diabolical ingredient. It's been many years ago, yet the Lord still revealed it. This is why we need to be very careful what you do. It's not only the food that we put on the table to eat, but our, 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 the things you do in the house of God, the things you do around men and women of God, the things we contribute, the things we, 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 we add to our service, these are all ingredients that will be weighed, that will be judged, that will be used to reward and award us. So the Lord will say, is anything too hard for the Lord? The Lord will always reveal, he will always show, he will always bring our attention to what we need to know and what he is going to do for us. At the appointed time, I'll return to you about this time next year, and Sarah shall have a son. It's been past 90 years. And God was still reminding Sarah you are going to have a son. Sarah is like, oh God, please don't lie to me. Oh God, please, oh, don't tell me this again. Oh God, please don't ignite my, my, my emotions. Oh God, please don't, don't, don't work me out. Don't stir me up for, for, an, for, an, for an excitement that I am gonna be, be, be happening. But God is God. God is God. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you. About the sign this year, and Sarah shall have a son. May the Lord hear our cry. May the Lord see our works. 
and may the Lord plan to award us for the things that we do. And may we put together the right ingredients that will bring down the glory, that will cause the Lord to remember us in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen? Wow. I Amen. One person Amen. online. Amen. Okay. I will be sincere that I don't like Zoom. Zoom is good, but I don't like it because you don't know whether you have a congregation or you, you have a, 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 a just a ghost blackboard. So if you don't respond, you make me assume that I am being deceived by the number of people I see. <laughs> okay, we go to the next level. Still about the ingredients. Still about the butler and the baker. What kind of ingredients are we make up with? What kind of baker are we? And what kind of butler are we? Here, there is a serious matter here in Genesis chapter 18, verse 16 to 19. Then the men set out from there and they looked down towards Sodom. And Abraham went to them to set them on their way. The Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice so that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. So that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. Verse 19 again. For I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice. So that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. So here we see something very unique. Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? I have always made the statement, God reveals to redeem. I say it all the time and I will not stop saying it. God reveals to redeem. What does God reveals? Why does the Lord reveals? What does God intend to redeem when he reveals? What is the purpose of revelation? What does God want us to achieve when he reveals to us? What intention is the Lord revealing to us? And we all should come to a place where we should know something. Anytime God reveals something to us, what is his intention? Anytime God shows us something, what does God want us to do with what he shows us? Here, God has, was on his way to Sodom and Gomorrah to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And the Lord decided, I cannot go to Sodom and Gomorrah and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah without informing Lot, without informing Abraham. Why should God tell Abraham what he plans to do? So this is where we look at the quality of the righteous. Quality 
of a Christian, quality of a man or woman of God, quality of a Christian. And the Lord will say, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If something is about to befall somebody in your family, will God consider you as a matrix of the family to reveal to you what he God is about to do or what the enemy is about to do? What will cause God to focus on you? What will cause Jehovah God to consider you? What will cause Jehovah God to reveal to you what is about to happen in the spiritual realm, in the physical, in the material, in the emotional, in the financial? Why will God consider you? What are your qualifications? How do you relate to God? How sincere are you? Are you always angry, finding faults, memoring, accusing somebody for your own weakness, for your own wrongdoing? Ah, this is where we need to be very careful what you do, what you say. Does God depend on you? Is God trusting you? Hey, we need to be very careful. God looked at Abraham and God said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? This is a very serious thing. Sometimes in our family things happen and we don't remember, we don't know. It's not that God doesn't want us to know, but because we have not positioned ourselves to know. We have, we have not been faithful in reality. We have not been sincere in reality. We have not been there in reality. When God is looking for somebody, are you there? Can he depend on you? Can he trust you? Can he visit you because of your brother, your sister? Can he visit you because of somebody in your family, somebody in your neighborhood, somebody, 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 somewhere? Saying that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. Ah, surely. Which means that God cannot bypass Abraham. Because Abraham shall surely, shall surely, no matter what happens, Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. Can God speak that about you? Can anyone speak that about you? Who can vouch for you? Who can defend you? Who? Who? Sometimes your own son, your own daughter cannot vouch for you. Sometimes your own brother or sister cannot vouch for you. Sometimes your own spouse cannot vouch for you. Sometimes your own friend cannot vouch for you. Somebody you think you trust does not trust you. And this is where I want all of us to be very cautious of the testimony that God is giving about Abraham. For I have chosen him ah, that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice so that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. So that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. Ha. Hmm. 
What has the Lord promised you? What has the Lord promised me? What has the Lord promised some people in our family? Why is God's promises not being fulfilled? Why are things not happening the way they should happen? What did the Lord say and what is happening now? Ah. Ah. What did the Lord say? What is happening now? What is God saying and what is happening now? For I have chosen him. Has God chosen you for something? How faithful, how honest is your ingredient? The ingredient of your character, the ingredient of your behavior, the ingredient to your responses, to your service, to your assignment, to whatever you felt you need to be doing and you have not been faithful with the ingredients. You've not been loyal with the ingredients. You've not been committed and dedicated with the ingredients. Ha ha. God is watching. God is watching. God is watching. For I have chosen him. That he may command his children and his household after him. To keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice so that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. So that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. So that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. We must be cautious of God's dependence on us. We must be cautious of what level of dedication and commitment we have towards fulfilling our assignment in the presence of God, in the house of God, in our relationship with God. Tonight, I want us to meditate on those questions, so I'm not going to go more than this. Can God trust you? We go before God, we cry, we pray. Sometimes God answer our prayers and we forget to say thank you to the Lord. Or we just think, oh, I am a Christian, I deserve it, and so God has to do it. Whether God likes it or not, he has to do it. Hello. There is another drought. There is another famine. And we'll be expecting rain. We'll be expecting rainfall. There is a former rain, and there is a latter rain. We have to buckle up. We have to stop accusing people of why our ingredient is not correct. The ingredient of our character display, the ingredient of how we respond to such situation, the ingredient of the things we do. We have to be very, very careful and sensitive. Everybody, just let's pray for this time and let's examine ourselves. Last week, Sunday, I said we should all wear white to come and finger. A lot of people think they are coming to do it because of somebody, because of somebody. So they didn't show up. But let me tell you, God is looking, God is seeing. God is looking, God is seeing, God is watching. As God came to Abraham and said, shall I hide anything from Abraham? Hey, shall I hide anything from Abraham? Seeing that Abraham, having chosen, if God chooses you and you are not faithful, there are so many people God will choose. There are so many people that God told Israel. There are so many nations that God could have chosen before he chose Israel. How special are you to God? 
How are you maintaining the specialty? How dedicated are you? And how committed are you? What kind of ingredients do you put into your life daily? Do you put into your service unto God daily? What kind of ingredients are you made up of? What kind of ingredients do you put in your service unto God? Examine yourself at this time. You know, in few days from now, which will be few hours from now, we will start another resolution. God, this coming year, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want this. I want that. And we're expecting God to say, yeah, that's my daughter talking. Oh, yeah, that's my son. I'm going to meet your needs. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. God promises stance. But something pushes away the promises of God. Something hinders the promise of God from being fulfilled in our lives. Something stands on the way. Something hinders the promises of God from being fulfilled in our lives. And we become disappointed. And we say, but God, you promised me and you did not fulfill. And God, you promised and you did not do it. And so we are angry and we become angry more angrier than ever before. We don't realize where we have failed God. We don't realize where we have disappointed God. We don't realize where we have been unfaithful, uncommitted, undedicated. We don't realize where we have been disloyal. We don't realize where we have treated God like nobody. We have compared God to the mundane God. And I'm sure you are getting ready with your resolution for 2022. What is the ingredient of your resolution for 2022? What is your ingredient? What is your ingredient? Oh, Jesus, what is your ingredient? What kind of ingredient do you put in the bread you bake? Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. That is the word of God. What kind of ingredients do we acquire put together to speak in the name of the Lord? And God said, and God said, and the Lord is saying, Oh, Jehovah God, show us your grace and mercy. Intervene in every matter that concerns us. That will not fail. We will not fail. We will not fail. But like Abraham, we will be dedicated, committed, God-fearing, able and available at all times that the Lord can say about us, for I have chosen him, I have chosen her. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen? Amen. Amen. Any question at this time? Dr. Kwali. Yes, please. Um, if, okay, I'm still having a problem with, if I have forgiven the person and I went and asked still for unforgiveness, she, that person is telling um, other people that they will never, she will never forgive me. So I asked the person, what did I do? to make her feel that way. And then she started telling me, these are things that I didn't know that I hurt her feelings. And she said, because I came and said, I told her, I don't know why, um, I ask you forgiveness, but I don't know what I did. You know, she said, I shouldn't have come and asked her forgive forgiveness if I don't know what I'm asking for. But if, she, if you have something against me and I'm not trying to find out what it is, and I'm asking you for forgiveness or tell me what I've done, then, 
maybe we could resolve this thing. But she said she will never, never, never forgive me. But I have forgiven her and, and, and you know, passed on. But now I'm hearing this story again today <laughs> and I don't know what to do. You don't have to do anything. If you Thank have you. sincerely forgiven the person, yes, just pray that okay. the Lord release you from whatever offense it is. Yes. Leave that okay. person alone in their own way. Yeah. See, God will judge you according to what you did. Yeah. God will not judge you according to what the other person did. Okay. That's what you don't realize. For instance, mm -hmm. if John offends you or you offend John, either way, and you realize there is an offense. Yeah. And you take the step for repair, for confession. Yeah. Confession is say what exactly had happened. Repentance is to regret that that thing had happened. Yeah. And to show remorse that it had happened. Yes. And then to ask forgiveness without considering whether you were the first offender or the other person was the first okay. offender. Okay. The fact that you respected the word of God and took steps towards forgiveness and you sincerely requested forgiveness, both from God and from man, you yeah. are set free. Thank you. If the other person is not convicted of don't feel guilty, your, your repentance will not affect the person. Oh, okay. The same way, if you refuse to forgive, it doesn't affect the person because we are dealing with spiritual matter here. Yeah. It is not so much about who offended you. It's so much about your reaction. Yeah, okay. When you were offended. Yes. Are you getting it? Yes, yes. It's yes. not so much about who is involved. God will judge us individually. We will yes. stand before the law individually. Yes. We will be judged individually. Yes. So when people start to blame somebody for, oh, I didn't do this because of that person, or uh, I didn't understand because of that person. That is all part of the bundle of lies. Yeah, okay. So you find out that when God asked Abraham, why did you eat from the fruit? Abraham said, it is the woman who you gave me. Okay. Ah, is the woman I gave you? Okay. <laughs> God judged the serpent who came to tell the lie. God judged the woman who compromised the lie. Yeah. And God judged Adam, the head of the family. Okay. So Thank if you are forgiven, or if you yeah. feel you have forgiven, yeah. just go before God. Sometimes if it is giving you a burden, you have to fast maybe a day or two. Okay. And say, God, I need to be released from this offense. Yeah. And God will work it out for you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. Any other question, please? Hi, Dr. Pauline. Yes, please. Um. I had a similar situation with a cousin of mine. I remember one Sunday you spoke on forgiveness and uh, I believe God led me to ask my cousin forgiveness, which I did. And one who is confessing to be a Christian, uh, who confessed to be a Christian, she called, uh, she, she accepted my apology. And she, we went on and we thank God for that moment in our lives, because I believe that God was leading me to do this. It was something that happened uh, regarding my aunt who was on the, uh, uh, not uh, on the, she was uh, unconscious and they were supposed to pull the plug and they asked 
and I gave my opinion, which I shouldn't have. But anyway, some people didn't like the opinion that I gave, that I, she can't see, she can't hear, she can't cry. She go see the tears, but she can't, she can't tell you what's wrong with her. And she, she just there. So they was asking people, my aunt, you know, carried the news the wrong way. But anyway, I forgive my aunt. So the other cousin refused to accept my apology and uh, the forgiveness of what I came to do it was right after church and I came right in and I did what God wanted me to do. And my cousin didn't, she never called me back to, to engage in the conversation of apologies, but she got the word from someone else. But I said, thank you, Lord, because I had the opportunity to approach her, uh, to let her know that I forgive her because it was a situation was, was like a back and forth in the funeral home car. But anyway, I, I didn't think anything of it because once I went to God and God forgave me and I apologized verbally to everyone that I was doing this to the person and the person refused to contact me or anything. I didn't think about it anymore. I let God take care of it. And I thank you, for, you know, for bringing it to light tonight, because that was uh, something that happened to me. The person refused to accept the apology or to allow me to speak, uh, to, to tell them I apologize or I, I uh, forgive me if I, you know, did anything wrong to them. But it didn't matter because God had forgiven me. So I thank God for it. Amen. 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 Any other question? No more question. Okay, let's do reflection before we go. We have a few more minutes. Reflection, what did you learn tonight? Dr. Pauline. Yes, please. Coco, how are uh, you doing? I'm, I'm doing good, thank you. Um, um, what I learned from tonight or what stuck with me is like how dependable or we are to God, you know, because um, it's important that like we on this Christian walk, like we have tasks to perform. And if we are not like staying focused on them, then it, then God could say, okay, so since you're not doing what you're supposed to do I'll go look for someone else and um, when you brought the, up that point it really stuck out to me how if you're slacking in one area of your life or if you do not um, say okay I'm not going to do this God could easily find somebody else and like outpour on them what he was going to so it's very important that when it comes to God and we saying, okay, God, I'll lead me and guide me to what you want me to do and everything. It's important that we actually take time to listen to what he has to say and do what he wants us to do. Because at the end of the day, we wouldn't want to see like somebody else performing what we were supposed to be doing because it was our job at the moment and time. And overall, I just learned that it's just important for us to equip ourselves and like really think about what we want to do, what we have to do in order to get closer to God, especially in this time and season and how you brought up the ingredients. So it's like for me, like today, I think this is on time for me because this morning I was really thinking about, okay, like, how can I better myself? What can I do to grow more spiritually and get closer onto God like this morning? So for me, I think it's important that like one of the ingredients for me is faithfulness and commitment and being committed onto God as we transition into the new year. Because I don't want to be someone where God will look down on me and say, oh, I can't depend on you. So I think it's just overall, it's important for us to look over ourselves, look over our character and heart posture and see what can we fix and what do, what 
can, yeah, what can we fix overall just so that we can be qualified for God? Because, you know, nobody wants to be denied. Nobody wants God to throw them away. So overall, I just learned that it's important to truly align ourselves. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Yeah. Coco. Shall we appreciate Coco? All right. Any other reflection, please? Any other reflection? Well, um, uh, you spoke, um, this is a sister Beverly. You spoke on uh, the quality of a Christian and, um, and, you, and you gave an example of Abraham being uh, a quality man of God and how he was faithful unto God. And then you said in Genesis 18, how Abraham had this vision with God and these two angels and two angels and how he began to have special ingredients that he went forth and prepared this meal, this zumptuous or meal and the ingredients that he put in it, he put his presentation for this particular, this vision that he had, it, it set the role, it set the, the tone, it gave, God gave him, uh, 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 um, gave him a promise that Sarah would, um, would have a child following the, the next year this time. And uh, that was because of Abraham's faithfulness. And you said that we need to be faithful unto God and uh, sincere, sincere to have sincerity, uh, be sincere and faithfulness. And we need to be able to stand, uh, put, uh, have the ingredients that was set to give God, give, have God give us, you know, assignments. So our assignments would be because how faithful we've been unto God. You talked about the quality of God. You talked about, um, you know, uh, the level. The first you talked about the first level, and that was in Genesis 18. And you talked about the second level. And uh, the second level you talked about, should God keep, how God did not keep uh, what he was about to do, I guess in Sodom and Gomorrah, what he was about to do from Abraham. And, and, that, and to me, that was very important because a lot of time God give us assignments to do. And because we're not, we haven't been sincere we may miss that very important point of that wisdom that God wants us to have. God might be telling us not to talk or not to say anything and that we will get our blessings. But because we have missed that particular part of ingredient, we will not get our blessings. A lot of things keep us from getting blessings. And, 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 I, and I, that was very important for me because... Um, he could have kept Abraham from knowing what he was going to do, but he did not. He shared it. And that's what open heaven is about. Having God give us the, the ingredients to fulfill our assignment in life, to fulfill our assignment as he tells us to go places. And when we don't do it, or he tells us to speak to somebody in love, depending on what it is. But if God tells us, we have to do it. We may go to our, 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 our pastor like you, uh, you know, you don't always say you're a pastor, but to Dr. Pauline and share it. And she says, yes, that's something that we need to be concerned about. So I, I, I felt to me that um, those, those key points was important of, of finding, let, letting God, you know, give us the, the right ingredients do we have the right ingredients? And we prayed about that. And I know that I'm not going to sit here and say that I have all the ingredients because I'm constantly every day asking God to fulfill the, 
to give me the ingredients so that I can fulfill what he wants me to do. And, um, you know, you talked about how you had gone to this, to pray for this uh, minister, you and others. And when you got there, God had given you the wisdom, the understanding that something happened to this the man of God, that maybe he had eaten something or some type of food and, and, and it wasn't good for his stomach or it wasn't good for his body. And you were able to key in on it. And that's what God does. He give us these assignments. But when we get there, we want God to open up the door. So God gave you the, the, gave you all the knowledge to know what to pray for. Because if God don't give us the understanding of what to pray for, we don't know. We have no idea what we're praying for. So yeah. I thought that was important because many times we pray and our prayers are missed. But God, as you, as you said, that he, um, that your favorite phrase, you know, is he is, uh, what's the favorite phrase? Redeemed. He's, he's uh, the favorite phrase. Um, he reveals to redeem. Amen. <laughs> so God choose us. And we are not faithful. What kind of ingredients do we put? Have we put in our lives? So I, I, I just thought that was so important, so touching to me. Amen. 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 Shall we love to share, Sister Beverly? Amen. Amen. Any more reflection, please? Um, Doctor Pauline, I just need a. Uh, maybe uh, some kind of clarification because I, I joined a little late because I thought I was calling the prayer line and, you know, until I just realized that it was not on the prayer line. I haven't been here because I have been in school, but thank God I'm done with that. So I was confused, but thank God my sister told me that it was uh, Zoom and I joined in a little bit late, but I heard you saying sometimes God that God give us promises that he wants to fulfill, but because of our attitude or our character, or something that we have done, we miss out on the promise, which means that the promise is not fulfilled. So when I heard that, I was a little bit confused because I was thinking about, I think Isaiah 55, 10 or so, 11, that says that his word, his word will never return to him void. So whatever goes from his mouth, it, it accomplishes the purpose for which it, it is said. So so I'm a little bit confused, like, so do I have to earn, do I have to do right to, to get the promise that he already promised me? So, and how does that, you know, come in place with Isaiah 55 verse 10 or 11? Okay. When you, you have your own house, if you don't have lights in the house, though the house is yours, Possibly you built it from scratch and there is no light in the house. Will you be able to see in the dark? No. Okay. God created heaven and earth and God spoke to light and light came forth. And when God finished the light, what did he say? He separated light from darkness. When God created man, he has already made his promise before he created man. When sin came to the earth, what happened? When sin came, what happened? Oh, man. Somebody should answer. When everybody... He separated. He, he, separated them, he, he threw them out. He destroyed okay. You see, God promise does not mean we should take God for granted. Yeah. Amen. God promise does not mean, look, you go to, you have, I'm glad you said you have just finished school. You went to school. The school promise that if you come to school, you pay your school fees, you attend classes, you will graduate. Is that not it? Yeah. If we didn't attend classes, will you graduate? No. Okay. <laughs> the word of God comes with conditions. 
So if you decide to walk in sin, light will not chase you. If you decide to be disobedient, and that is what happened with man and the serpent. God told mankind, do not eat from this tree. And he gave them a choice, the tree of good and evil. He says, the day you eat from it, you will surely die. And the serpent came and said, the day you eat from it, you become like God. You will not surely die. Man has a choice. You either eat from it and you lose the presence of God or you don't eat from it and you retain the presence of God. So the word that God says will not return to him void means that if you surely obey, you will not die. Do you understand now? Yeah, uh, yeah, I understand. I, I mean, I didn't know that God's word promises were not guaranteed unless, you know, I thought that his word is his word, um, you know, but you've shed light on that, you know, and um, I am enlightened. God's promises are guaranteed for those who obey. Okay. <laughs> but it's not guaranteed for those who disobey. Okay. Yeah, it's guaranteed when you obey. Only to those who obey. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. That's like school. Graduation is guaranteed for <laughs> those who attend classes yes. and write their projects. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. That's, that really makes sense. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for your question. Dr. Pauline. Yes, please. I'm sorry. Uh, before we... I mean, is it possible? I mean, we haven't finished yet, but I just want, I know once we get started, uh, could you just pray for Christian? He's going through his, uh, a situation and we praying that he come home. So uh, something, uh, you know, people talk rough to you. Sometimes kids don't respond. And sometimes kids respond because they don't want their parents to talk rough. But he's over to his father. And uh, so I just wanted to say a little prayer, you know, at some point. Thank you. No, I don't understand what you just said. If you could pray for Christian, Christian, Christian is my grandson. You remember my grandson. Okay. Yeah, before we end, you know, sometime before we end, because he has, he's, you know, upset because my son spoke to him and he got, you know, upset. And I spoke to my son and he understood. And I said that you cannot just ask people to, you know, leave because you're in a rage. You have to understand that. You know, whatever he's done, he has, uh, you have the right to let him speak and give him the benefit of the doubt because you have been in the shoes. Okay, we'll pray today, but yes. tomorrow, uh, uh, send that prayer request to Reverend Nathia. Oh, so okay. that tomorrow, yeah. Amen. Since it is not so much of an emergency, we will pray yeah. when we are finishing. But right. send it tomorrow, we are doing the Friday prayer tomorrow. Oh, okay. Because okay. Friday is 31st night. Yes. So tomorrow we are doing the prayer that is supposed to be done on Friday. Okay. okay. Praise so God. Send the prayer request to Reverend Afia. Yes. Okay. Thank right. you. Any other reflection? Any other reflection or question? Okay. So Safia is not online to give us whether there was an um, announcement or not. Okay, so for announcement so far, remember that uh, you have to call the hotel and book your room. If you call and you are told that the room block is no more there, don't worry, go ahead and book it. We, we will go and resolve it uh, on Thursday they have a new manager and so things are, are not in the way we have set it up. But call so that, uh, because the last day for booking the room was uh, 27th. 27th was Monday, yesterday. 
So please, those who have not booked your room, call and book your room. Still tell them it's SOD. So whoever you speak to, tell the person to put the notation for SOD on it, that uh, we are coming to see them at the hotel on Thursday to resolve it. Otherwise, you are paying, you'll be paying more, okay? Quickly do that. So Thursday, when we get there, we can resolve issue properly, okay? Okay, thank All you. All right, okay. And then, uh, like I said, uh, Friday prayer will be set tomorrow because Friday is 31st night and uh, we will start service at 9 p.m. Okay, so that is that for now and start getting ready for the world convention. Amen. 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 Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we bless you, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Thank you for the knowledge you have given to us tonight. Thank you for your instruction, your direction. Thank you for your leadership. Father, guide us, lead us to be faithful, honest, and God-fearing in our going out and our coming in. That, Lord, you will not fail, so you can depend on us as you depended on Abraham. We thank you, Lord, for your word, for your grace, and for your peace upon our lives. As the year comes to an end, that today is the last Tuesday of the year. Jehovah yes. God, you will never leave us nor forsake us. Yes. But you will always be with us. Yes. And so together we ask for the grace, everybody, the grace, the, the grace, grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, Surely, the goodness and mercy shall us all the days of our life, and we shall be for ever and 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 Yes. Father, let there be a divine arrest in the whole family of God. Yes. Arrest them and put the fear of God in their heart, in their mind, in their soul, in their spirit. Arrest them and direct yes. and instruct them. Arrest them and change them, O oh God. Yes. That it will be done in their life as it is in heaven. That they will not go into the next year with pain and sorrow and disappointment. Yes, Lord. That, Lord, you will draw them closer unto you. Thank yes. you, Lord. In Lord. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Have a good night. Have a good night. Tomorrow, night. tomorrow is prayer line at 9 p.m. Prayer line at 9 p.m. Amen. Amen. Set your alarm clock and do not forget. Thank you all for coming and God bless you. God bless, God bless you. Good night. 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 Good night.